Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Pre-Match Multi. And... Pre-Match Multi! The thing is sorry. The man from London, North London. Um, apparently king of the North London. Uh, and then we've got king of the North. A last man. The table in the, in the Premier League, but, uh, but got some... Holding you all up. Got Holding you up. Got some Saudi money that's, that's keeping him happy, as if he's getting a, a, bit, of, oh, a, bit, of, a bit of the money. Uh, and then we got Claudio, uh, Mister 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 Little Tournament himself, Liverpool. Uh, hey, you got a, a lot, got a lot to explain in terms of the manager. But I think we should start with uh, some exciting news. Um, so today was the launch of the Discovery Walter Sisulu Soccer Challenge, uh, which is held in Soweto. It's going to be held on the eighth of. December um, and yeah and um, our very own Claudio Barrero, Mr. Goalhouse TV himself, has been involved with this project. Can you just tell us a little bit more about this project and what what Goalhouse TV has been doing in terms of this uh, this this tournament? Oh, thank you. So, what an introduction! Can we first start off, gentlemen? Give him some, give him a round of applause for that. I've been hey, practicing week in, week out, hey, waiting hey, to do it. On a hey, man. Hey, man. Listen, 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 listen. When, when you're a deputy president, you need to actually be ready for when the day the president is not available. So, because I've been, you know, doing my job, you know, as a, as a host myself, so I think I think I'm I think I'm ready, you know. Yeah, no, I think I think you've done well. I think you've gotten a lot of confidence from your f offs there, telling the boss to f off. That's what you've been doing, <laughs> <laughs> basically. Yeah, but um, yeah, Celo, thanks for bringing that up. I mean, it is an exciting thing from a goal launch perspective. The Discovery World Studio Soccer Championship, or so, it's actually a challenge. Hold on, admin needs to get fixture. Give me a second. <laughs> I was I said challenge in my introduction, so I'm surprised why there's no challenge there. I was like, oh. But that's the wrong way to start off, man. Come on, come on, Claudio. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. Hold on. Okay, there we go. It's done. I mean, it's so so what's exciting is that this is a tournament that takes... Are you guys getting reverb? Because I'm hearing myself. Yeah, I, I can hear you uh, echoing. Okay, now it's fine. I think it's stopped now. There we go. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's exciting is that the, the tournament takes place in Soweto every year, and it's, it's for the community of Soweto. So it's for amateurs that want to play, and it happens normally throughout the whole course of December. Last year, they didn't have it because of COVID. And this year, Goal Lounge has been tasked in supporting Discovery as well as Safa and bringing it back to the people. And so that's exciting. And today, like I said, it was the first media launch. We managed to get Spearway, Chabalala, uh, Ronwin, Williams, as well as Andila, new CAF Champions League winner, uh, and Dilead Lamini in the house, and they spoke a little bit about their experiences. I mean, Lamini in 2019 won the tournament, and now she's gone off. After that, she was scouted by Sundowns, and now she's gone off to win the Champions League. Sure. So the tournament is a fantastic tournament where it does offer people an opportunity, and also it's cussy flavor to the max. It's proper. You're going to go there. The guys are playing for the fans. The fans are playing for them, and they're loving it. It's just great back and forth. Yeah, so it's just exciting from Golan's perspective to get involved and help help bring us back to the community. And like with, with a sponsor like Discovery, who always put a lot of backing behind the things that they do. It's a great opportunity for us to really showcase what we can do in supporting this. So it's, it's exciting for Goal Launch. And also, gentlemen, you, you need to make appearances throughout December, just so you know your media passes and accreditation is <laughs> waiting. Up there. Up there. My, 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 my Goal Launch t-shirt will be ironed, will be ready, will be clean, will be crisp. You know what I mean? Up there. Up there, man. Up there. 
Yeah, I do think I think one or two things do need to be mentioned though, because because it's COVID, things have been a little bit different this year because of having to be able to the players have to be vaccinated. So we're kind of going with the, the hashtag saying take the shot. Um Mbane, you know, like I think Mbane electricity, you know, the power, let's get the power back onto the field as well as off it and let's get take the shot off the field to get back onto it. So that's kind of the message we're trying to push. And the players can't play unless they are vaccinated. So we're really trying to do a drive. We've had to kind of move timelines a little bit in comparison to how it traditionally works because of the scenario. So we're getting players registering, but some of them aren't vaccinated. So we're going to have to really mobilize them and get them on a bus and, and make it happen, which is quite an exciting process. And we're also changing it up. So normally what they do is the Gorgos come from Soweto and they come and they, they have food and they do their health checks. But what we've done is we're going to actually do the team draw and we're going to let the Gorgos do the team draw, whereas normally it gets done during the media launch. That, so oh, that's cool. a nice little exciting yeah, that course is very that we've, cool. we've added to that. So yeah, so that's going to be cool. And I hope to see you, How did you guys find the Gorgos? No, the goggles are there every year. It's something that, that Walter, Walter Sully <laughs> does. They're there every year and they love the tournament. They go and they actually watch the tournament, the goggles. So it is, it's, it's a nice, it's a really a, a community sort of orientated tournament and like the possibility for the players because a lot of scouts do come and normally before the final. And there's a lot of money for the players to win as well. I know I'm going on and I'm talking about this. But the, the player, the winning side gets about 80K as well, both men sure. and female. And and that's also nice from an equality perspective. You know, it's there's an appreciation for for all all football teams. There's also juniors this year. There are going to be no juniors though. When I'm saying no juniors, juniors. I'm little under seventeens, they are, but not mm. not the kids. It's not the little ones. Normally, they get the kids from Alex and Soweto, and they play each other. Little Alex Soweto derby. Uh, this year, that's not going to happen. So, so I think I think I think it would be worthwhile for Nick to go there and to go do some scouting. You know, what I mean, maybe he can yeah. learn some 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 players to 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 University of Pretoria. Uh, but I yeah. see in the comment section we've got uh, Aman, Arjun, Dia uh, back in the house. You know, our American contingent, uh, the the mathematicians, the scientists, the clever people. Uh, but yeah, Dia says she supports Liverpool now, but uh, which is making me very sad. It's it's a yes, Dia, get in, get in. My heart. Um, so she didn't watch him this Arjun, afternoon. My, my, myself and Arjun aren't happy with that. Uh, but uh, what can we say? Yeah, yeah. man. Um, but I think with regards to the tournament, I think uh, Claudia, we've already spoken. You know, I'm, I'm I've got my eye on this definitely. This um, coming uh, December to come and watch the boys. Uh, you might need to get another uh, media pass or some sort of a pass for your fellow teammate uh, Jan Mabuza. Uh, we were oh, speaking nice. about you. Yeah, we were speaking about your training yesterday, um, and he he was like telling it. me a cool he was telling me a cool story um, that you were the first person that said he could actually become a coach, uh, and he still remembers that to this day. He actually wants to see you so he can shake your hand. So I said, oh. well, listen, I'm in contact <laughs> with him. Um, he actually wants he wants to ask you specifically if you remember the moment you guys were apparently at Menlin, um, and he told you you're talking a load of rubbish. And yeah, uh, fast forward what 12 years, he's now in the hot seat at Amatak. So that's quite cool. Yeah, look, I don't I don't remember where I was when I told him, but I just I remember. So when I was 15, just to give you context, so Jan Jan uh, before he was coaching and stuff, he was at Tux in the Usa side for years, and he was playing in Castle. So when I was 15, I was playing with him, and he was the one guy who just kept shouting at me left, right, and center. Like, he didn't <laughs> stop shouting at me nonstop. And he was just one of those guys who really liked the game. So eventually afterwards, I was like, well, you stopped playing. I said, well, you like coaching, clearly, because you tried coaching me on the field all the time. Why don't you go ahead and do it? So, yeah, it's great yeah. to see that he's actually done it. 
Yeah, no, but uh, and he's from Soweto as well, so uh, he's he. I told him about the whole, the whole tournament. He knows about it very well. Um, and I said that you heavily involved. So, yeah, we must get him down, and yeah, maybe he'll find one or two gems there. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. Look, he might be a little bit more restricted because we're cutting down the players, but yeah, all still, there's always talents on show there, and it's quite exciting. Yeah. Also, I would say there's there's normally before the final they have a a day where. The Discovery employees play the Pirates Legends before the final as a curtain raiser. And yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure yet if that's going to go ahead this year. But but it is quite can exciting. We get, can, can we get a Golos team, bro? But, you I'm know, ready, bro. Maybe, I'm ready, I man. Think, I'm ready. I think for, for next year, I think that's definitely something to look into. I'm telling you. We've got a goalkeeper, you know? You know? But you've got yeah. two left feet. You've got two left feet, though, Cello, So I don't think you're going to be any help. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. You don't know my passing range. <laughs> hey man, Cello's never missed a penalty in his life. And also, let's also not forget Wonga. We got Wonga who's doing he's doing nice soccer drills and he's pulled a groin. So I don't know if you can't do the soccer drills, are you going to do it on the field? <laughs> No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't during the. It wasn't during the drills. It was actually during a match. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, but yeah, probably next year I'll be back. <laughs> All right, gents. Now that the the formality. Thank you very much for that, Celo. And also, please write in the comments what you thought um, Celo's introduction sounded like. If it was a good one, rate it out of ten. Please let us know please, so we know. Let me know out of ten. Any guys. training we need to do. If I could take over the reins from Claudio, guys, please let me know, guys. I already take I take over when he's not available, but just let me know if I should be the permanent host of Golan <laughs> TV. <laughs> he's, he's been vying for that, eh, Nick? Nick's Listen, been Zillo, I think you'll be sacked before that happens, bro. <laughs> I think it's Claudio. Claudio. Claudio's the one who holds those cards, so he can sack you at any moment. <laughs> so, me quick, right? um, yeah, I think I think just go easy on that matter for now, at least. <laughs> Well, let's talk uh, about a sacking. I mean, we, we know that United sacking, job's available. Carrick had a, a good promising start to the Champions League there, got them qualified to the next round. But Ralph Ragnick, interim manager. Gentlemen, we've got, we got an interesting name thrown in the mix here. Wonga, you've been quiet for this little introduction. You want to kick it off because Settle's quite happy. And we know once we're getting going, he's not going to stop can, talking. Can, so, can, so you just, can, you just see, can you just look at what Arjun and Diaz are saying in terms of our intro? Hey! Pressure. I like I like the pressure. Thank you guys. Thank you. I appreciate, no, it. I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, guys. I I I wonder actually. I don't have much to say about about it. I think when United fans are are happy that Ole is out, and I'm just yeah, kind of bleak that you. I think you went out too early, uh, for my sake. <laughs> uh, but yeah, obviously, I think. Um, I don't know whether it's good or not. We'll have to see. Um, I think, because for me, I think the, the main problem, I don't think Man United's problem was um, their coach wholly, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think Maruno also had problems. Maruno finished second, did he not? Um, he won Europa League. Uh, he didn't, wasn't able to touch the league. Um, there comes, uh, yeah, uh, undeniably, uh, your, your guy had, a, uh, what's his name, Solskjaer had a bad uh, run of form. Um, and yeah, I wondered what is the interim manager's objective? Is it to win the league from where he is? Is it to finish second? To get your, uh, is it to get uh, UEFA Champions? I mean, get a position in Champions League? Uh, is it to win the Champions League that he is in now? I think those are all the questions. I mean, I would like uh, answered and to know because Man United fans would be frustrated if it's it's stabilized if it's probably. not number one. Yeah, that's the best. But, but come on, 
which which manager comes in as an interim manager where your team is seventh on the log and you expect to win the league? That's unreasonable expectations. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But I mean, look, I mean, that's Chelsea. Look at look at how far Chelsea are lost. Chelsea when when Tuchel came in, he he came to stabilize and they and they became top four. And the only thing and what he gave them was a, was a Champions League victory. You know what I mean? I think yeah. the league is is being overly ambitious right now. I think the the league needs stability, needs consistency, needs to uh, a team that, that that's actually going in the right direction. And defensively, we've been so poor this season um, that I think we can't be aiming for a league title. But I think we can definitely aim for a top four. Um, and to do well in the cup competitions, you know, cup competitions. But was it? Uh, my question is, Silo, is it is it the coach? Is it the manager's fault um, solely, um, or is it? But, but I mean, but, like but, your players, like Maguire, he's definitely going to keep on playing. <laughs> but but, and, but, uh, but did you? But did you watch the game? Did you watch the game against uh, Villarreal? You yeah, know, against, the last. Against, so the, the last, last bit, thirty minutes. Last bit. Thirty minutes. Yeah. So, so the game against Villarreal, if we look at the first le- the first game at Old Trafford and, and the second game, right? The first half against Villarreal at Old Trafford, we had, I think we had given away seven shots on target. In this mm-hmm. game, we had given away two shots on target, right? Cool. Already uh, uh, an, an improvement, right? And I think and I think the fact that um, he played a, a, a Martial and a, and, a, and a Sancho, who were at least willing to help out by tracking back a bit, it helped in terms of just to be, have the defensive solidity. And I saw there were certain moments where they were trying to press, right? Cool, yes, wasn't maybe not the best press, but I, I could see them talking and say, okay, cool, let's press. Oh, let's hold. Let's, you know what I mean? I could see like something different, you know, to when I saw it again with, with, with Solskjaer, when Solskjaer was just, let's just run. Or let's just let's just let's just let's just be mad or whatever, you know. What I mean? And I also mm. think it, it took it took big balls from a carrying to to bench of Bruno Fernandes, you know what I mean? And yeah. when Bruno came on, That's he true. was hungry. He was hungry to contribute, and he he him and Rashford contributed quite well to the team. But but I think at the end of the day, guys, um, the job for Ole was 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 too big for him, guys. Um, I think you know a, a manager who's relegated Cardiff and who's managed in Norway, um, you know and yeah, guys. Let's let's be honest. But I mean, if you if you look at the the, I mean, the question that was asked is Ralph Ragnick. You know, is he going to be someone that's probably going to change your fortunes? I think he will. Um, I think if you look at it long term, he's he's got a lot of experience with regards to a project. Um, and I think Man United need yep. to become a project. They can't be a, a team that wants instant success. So he's going to stabilize. He's going to come in there and stabilize and take the interim manager role. And if I was Man United, I would promote him to director of football um, at the end of the season, get 100%. someone in that he he sort of recommends that he can work closely with and work on a two to three year plan where they can maybe bring in new talent to, to, to complement the current talent that they have and potentially go on to, to greater things. But I mean, just I, I've watched a few videos of Ragnik and, and a few sort of um, uh, uh, talks that he's had in the past. And he, he's very eloquent in the way, way he talks. His understanding of football is, is, is very good from, from what I can see and from what I've, what I've read. And he is a project person. Um, he wants 100%. to he wants to move forward with a specific uh, philosophy and with the way he wants to play, um, and he wants uh, from from what I saw with, with the managers he's worked with is that that director of football and the manager need to be on the same page, wholly 
um, and, yeah. and and completely. And um, he's he's a firm believer. He's a firm believer of that. And I think you know if he can get it right, he he's sort of. Um, the, the Red Bull projects, he he was sort of the head of that, and uh, they've turned into to something quite quite incredible in terms of not even just from a from a footballing perspective, but also from a business perspective. Um, you've seen the players that they've produced and, and the quality that yeah. they've uh, have sort of brought in. So, I mean, uh, his record, he, he hasn't won many many trophies as a coach, but I think in terms of his. Um, stance within a club and the projects that he has taken on, he has done well, and I think he will stabilize them. And I would look to take him on in the future, um, and 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 just push him upstairs to work with the manager of your choice. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna stay on as uh, for two years in a consultancy role. Um, so I think obviously that that role in itself will probably be defined at the end of the season. But but he definitely wants, as you said, he wants control and projects. Um, and I think one of the things he wanted to do was to work at a big club and and work on a big project. So he wanted to um, uh, uh, bring in this, the what he's done at Hoffenheim and and and, and Leipzig and 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 Salzburg and bring it together with a club that's got history and bring the two together and like just work off that that you know in terms of the projects he's worked on and a club having history and um, you know obviously a, a big fan base and everything so you'll get that in man united and i think it's it's exciting in the fact that it's 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 a it's a footballing decision. It's the right footballing decision. Man United never make the right footballing decision. You know what I mean? Man United always make the right commercial decision, but never the right footballing decision. So it's great yeah. for them to be making the right footballing decision. And, and it is exciting. And, and I think his philosophy is great. A club, Tuchel, um, and a Nugglesman, um, you know, obviously they, they, they look up to him in terms of his philosophies um, and they've taken a lot of what he's done in terms of uh, uh, how, how he had his Schalke team. His Schalke team in 2011 went to a Champions League semi-final and lost to Man United in, in the Champions League. Um, he coached, um, I think he, he's the first coach to, 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 to get Leipzig to number two. After Hosen after Hotel left uh, Leipzig, uh, he, took, he, took over from, from Leipzig, he took over Leipzig from being director of football to being the coach of Leipzig and got them second and then brought in Nagelsmann and then obviously still continue to work. But I think, yeah, the, the, that whole Red Bull project that, 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 that he worked on like for so long has, has uh, bared so much fruit in terms of players being sold for huge profits and, and actually um, in Austria, obviously winning the league, Salzburg and Leipzig being top four consistently in Germany. Claudio, I'm going to jump in front of you here, but may I add, I, I don't think this is the right move. I think it's a move that will stabilize Man United. I do think if they want to get a manager, they can go and spend whatever they need to. So if they want to potch for an example, they must go get him. And if they want a director of football to put them in the right direction, they must go get Rolf as well. Um, I don't think that they had, and like you had said uh, on Tuesday, they never had a plan. They, They sort of sacked him on Sunday and it was really like, okay, so what now? So now sure. they're sort of scrambling, whereas if they had known maybe two or three weeks before that they were going to do this, they could put the sort of plan into place. And like a lot of the pundits are saying, why don't you, if you've got the money, why don't you just go get Spend the manager you want? Um, but I do think if if this is the mastermind of maybe a, a Woodward saying, listen, let's get a Rolf Ragnick in and he'll stay in as a consultant. Uh, for, for the next two years, maybe he's looking at, listen, saying Man United haven't really had a direction for the last three to four years. Let's get yeah. this guy in to put a blueprint down. He can maybe manage the team for the next six months and then we'll get the manager that we want in. I would like to think that Man United are powerful enough to go get both of them 
Um, you know, Ralph's not going to be the coach for for the next three to four years. Yeah. Um, but I know it, it is it is maybe financially probably sensible not to go and spend 10 million on Poch when it could be a little bit less in the summer. Um, but maybe someone else becomes available. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think as a Man United fan, it's it's a kind of it's a good decision, but it's also like okay, this season's sort of written off. We're going to just stabilize and 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 see how high we finish. I don't know if you agree. I think with it's me. I, th- I think it's I think it's the right it's 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 the it's the it's the second prize. You know, I mean, the first yeah. prize would have been to get a proper manager and go to the mm-hmm. club and say, listen, PSG or Ajax, listen, we want to buy out your coach. We want to bring him to Man United. Here's the money. Bring him in. Let's go. I think that that would have been first prize. Yeah. Um, and sec- I think second prize is the Ralph Ranjak thing because at least the other second prizes w- were to get in the interim. There were so many interim managers. Stevie Bruce was yeah. was was mentioned. Ernesto Ernesto Valverde, Rudy Garcia. So a lot of managers yeah. were being um, uh, touted as interims. But I guess the best, the second prize we could have gotten was was this one yeah. and i think we'll, we'll we'll take the second prize uh because the first prize would have been obviously a permanent manager coming in a a, a podge or a, or a ten hag coming in or a zidane even coming in yeah. well but you guys you know, want I, to see results yeah That's look i sure. don't think i think, I no, think united but... fans at this stage have to be they call themselves patient fans allegedly so i think this is where the patience needs to kick in but what, must, one thing that must, i find interesting must be realistic yeah, you have I'm to saying Champions League. Is that realistic? But they threw to the group stage out the group stages now. So like yeah. if you look at it, they've already played six out of potentially thirteen games. You know, if I'm Ralph Ragnick going in there if he if he does get the job, I would you know, the season's a free hit really. Like if he fails, he fails. He's going to leave. He's probably going to get a job somewhere else or he'll become a director of football somewhere else. So he's going to probably give it a good crack. You know, you might find a Man United in a final of one of the tournaments or, you know, coming close in the Champions League or pushing for a Champions League position or maybe winning an FA Cup. Um, but I I don't think Man United fans, fans can be too picky right now. I think they need to just take each game as it comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Agreed. and this is what I want to say about the decision, though. To the point of Settle saying, or we, if we're looking at United fans having to be patient, what I want to say is this would be a great move if it was considered, but we do know the United board, and this was completely a knee-jerk reaction. However, they've got nothing to lose in this scenario because, like you said, yes, Settle says first prize would be going getting whichever manager is spending the money and getting that, but at the end of the day, the season at this point is a bit of a loss. And what one thing... Celo and the rest of the United fans have been crying out for is someone who's making football decisions above the coach. And this is the, the opportunity and the consultancy does kick in where it's someone who doesn't necessarily just observe and give his opinion, but is given time to actually work with the squad and actually identify it on ground level in terms of yeah. where improvement needs to happen. And that is, that's a yeah. huge benefit if the understanding is given and if the mandate is given. Now, then it also gives them time to prepare the, the deal of whoever they really do want to get. They could now be having conversations with Pochettino or Zidane and see what the likelihood is of attracting one of them is and try and secure the best deal instead of paying over the odds for a manager, if that makes sense. Because, say, for example, that gives PSG time to secure Zidane and get Pochettino. Mm. Maybe the deal won't be as expensive, which is, again... Great business decision, great football decision, and all very good and well if it is all considered. But again, we don't know. We don't know. It's not considered. It is United. So let's see how it plays out. And I also think Ed Woodward wants to leave a legacy where at least it wasn't all bad under his regime. And what's, what do you think of uh, Sam's comment, Tessolo? 
about defense. This no, is, man, I think the, yeah. I think I think in all honesty, guys, um, a player like Lindelof, I think um, a, him partnering up with Varane would be would be the most suitable option to go with because I think Lindelof this season. Um, has been much better than 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 uh, Maguire and Varane has been very good when he's played. You know we have we've shipped in so f- so few goals when Varane has played. So I think a Lindelof and a Varane playing together will be the way to go. I think I'm worried more about our midfield because uh, you know Akil can say something about Fred, right? But but Fred plays well when he's with a defensive midfielder that is that is a defensive midfielder he plays for brazil with a casemiro or a fabinho and he looks good in those it looks good in those games yeah, because fred is good fred is good at pressing fred presses very well um you know the the goal we scored he pressed uh, high up and obviously we got the goal yeah. from that but a mctominay a mctominay yeah guys i could do a better job than mctominay guys uh, that guy yeah. <laughs> he plays center back or he plays center back or right back for scotland yeah, like right, that, right, um, right, right, right center back. For him. He, he plays yeah. right center back. He plays right center back for for Scotland. And I, 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 I really don't rate McTominay. Um, at Not least in I the can, at least I've seen Fred's pressing somewhere, somewhere. I know Fred that he has he has certain deficiencies, but you know there's you know certain players that are very good at pressing. Not all of them are, are good at at, at, at be, keeping the ball on them. You know. You look like a Idrissa Gay, and, and and you look like a, a, a Golo Kante. Those guys are very good at pressing, and they let other guys express themselves. You know what I mean? So I think I think McTominay, yarra, wow, guys, like he needs to, he needs to yeah, bench, he needs to be coached again. But he's but he's people say he's young. He's not young, guys. He's older than no. Declan Rice. He's older than Declan Rice. McTominay, yeah, McTominay. For me, he works, but um, like in the midfield, like I was watching yesterday, Man United are playing well. Uh, Sancho, um, I think. You can see that's sort of something that Man United has been missing. You know, someone that can create things out of nothing. Um, but in all of that, uh, McTominay getting the ball, but then losing it maybe like two seconds with the next touch, you know. Um, yeah, no disrespect to him, but I just, I think a team like Man United. Since when's the show but, about uh, disrespecting people, Wonga? You're too nice now. You see, you got <laughs> quiet on Tuesday. People were telling you things. Now it's no disrespect, yeah. but you were loud on Thursday. But we're getting to the Arsenal thing. We're getting. To let me Arsenal tell thing. me. Let me ask you this question: If if uh, Liverpool beat Man United five 0 and Man United sack Ole that weekend, that what was it a Sunday? Conte. And then you get Conte in, like, uh, just just like put yourself in those in the, in like in that scenario. It's it's quite You'd surreal to think. <laughs> Man United go lose or beat uh, Spurs, they sack uh, Nuno and then they get Conte. I mean, you could have been in a position where you had Conte in if, if they had just pulled the trigger, what, two weeks before. 100%. 100%. It's, it's crazy to think. It's crazy to but think. You, but, you, but you know how that club is, guys. It never makes the right decision. So <laughs> it's later that... Definitely, the Liverpool, the Liverpool loss should have been the, 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 the catalyst for, for, the, for the sacking, I feel. Because that that was an embarrassing loss, um, you know, uh, you know, you can't be losing to your biggest rivals at halftime with such a big margin. So yeah, you're right, Nick. It would have Who do you think Conte would would, would actually rather if he had to choose? If they were you take Man United, Man United, so quality take Man United. You know, take Man United, man. He's, he's opportunity to coach Ronaldo. Exactly, yeah. he's worked with Pogba. He's worked with Pogba before, Bruno. Um, you know, and working with other players that that are actually world class. Um, looking but, at the top but again, of but again, gentlemen, I know, like on paper and right now, he would have been a great signing for them. But we all know he doesn't stay there for long term. And if we're looking at projects and all those sort of things, yeah, I think for enough. a club like United, a project needs to be given. And a Ten Hag, interesting shot, yeah. 
I think uh, Kiel saying he <sighs> Regnick, Regnick does get given the sort of consultant role ahead of. So wait, I'm, sort un, of I'm, I'm, I'm understanding that Ten Hag is overrated. Yeah, but this is the point I just want to get to before we speak about that. I just want to say that Ten Hag being linked, most likely a Regnick decision. I think when you're looking at both sort of people or personas within football, it is about the philosophy. It is about nurturing the talent, the youth. And I suppose you are then heading, and I hate to do this because this is what's killing the club, but then you're heading more in a Sir Alex sort of direction where you can't find a good core group of players like Liverpool have done with Klopp, but a young mm. players from the academy, which is something that, you know, Ten Hag could, could foster. But again, but, yes, I, the comment saying he's overrated. Yeah, wow. just before, before we go I, there, I just want to also say that I think even with, uh, I mean, Man United right now, I think even the... Yeah, they've got a few, like you'd say, like a Fred, people are questioned about Maguire, um, McTominay, but it's not really a big issue. Um, I mean, it's, I mean, in terms of the other, other, other players they have on the bench, you know, I mean, like now, I mean, you, you wouldn't say you need to go buy. You can say now so that you'd replace that one with this one, you know, and then maybe you'll go find a backup. So I don't think Man United's problems are devastating, mm. to be honest with you, but they just need what they have at the moment to click. Just on the street, I think. And also, Celo, okay. you, you like mentioning Conte would never fit in because he would have told the board to go stuff themselves and they don't like that. <laughs> so, yeah. <You're> like... <laughs> right, gentlemen, but it is time now. I suppose this is the opening weekend, opening fixture. It's a, it's a game where two teams have had a lot of time to prepare, one without a manager or one by a conference call at the very least because he's been has COVID. And then the other one, you know, the helmet head trying to get a new hat on for his, his hair. But it is <laughs> Arsenal versus... Versus Newcastle this weekend, you know. So, hey. I don't know. Wonder, could it be two two losses in a row after being so loud? And you know, you, no. Newcastle's first one. Nah, look, I mean, Guys, uh, look, Newcastle's I, gonna win I, eventually. Yeah, you see, I, that's what I was even thinking about. Um, the truth is, if you and I, Nick, you'll tell me if I'm wrong. I never read anything, but if you think about just Newcastle's situation, you know, they've got a, a new, uh, new guys have bought now, the owners have bought the club, but they don't want to play in the, <laughs> in the championship next season. They want to play in the Prem next season. That for sure is a must, you know. Um, by all means, they're going to fight for that. So every point um, is going to be important. And I think they're going to, that is definitely going to be funneled down from manager to the, the players, you know. And given uh, the, the previous performance as well, um, I mean, key whiz. I mean, twenty-something goals. You know, that's a team on a mission. You know, they they they're fighting for those all three points. Um, to the, I mean, well, that one point for till the end, and it's important come um end of the season. You know, so Arsenal definitely, yeah, at days, um, yeah, past not worried. <laughs> it was daily bread. But looking at the situation that they're in now, um, the truth is, you you don't know what you can expect from. Uh, from a Newcastle, but also Arsenal. Also, I think it's also as important. I would say it's actually more important to Newcastle, to be honest with you, than it is yeah, I, um, to Arsenal to win. I think. I think from from a Newcastle perspective, we have really nothing to lose. Like Arsenal, yeah. I think are in a little bit of a position where they. I mean, we've lost pretty much every game, barring five, where we've got a few draws. Um, so you know. No one really expects us to get anything against Arsenal. And, you know, Arsenal coming off a 4-0 defeat, you know, they like you said, Claudio, they generally go on a little bit of a wobble for maybe the next two, three games afterwards before they stabilise and go on another run. Um, our record's not the greatest against Arsenal. Arsenal generally turn it on when they play against us. But I think yeah. with an, an exciting sort of new philosophy, if you want to call it that, we will 
cause problems for 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 Arsenal. I think the question is, can we just keep a a clean sheet? And that's unlikely. I think hopefully we can change a goalkeeper, uh, put Debravka back in the sticks. Um, he's just returned from international duty, played his first game in like six months for Slovakia, uh, so he should be fit. And I think maybe one or two changes at the back. You know, Fernandez has been. Out of out of the reckoning for a while, Fabian Shaw came in. He didn't play under Bruce this season. As Eddie Howe comes in, he's a ball player. Plays for Switzerland, qualified for the World Cup, started yeah. first game. So I think he's he's the type of player that um, can be sort of used under an Eddie Howe philosophy. Federico Fernandez is also a good ball player. His passing's really good. Argentinian defender who's, who's proven in the Premier League. I reckon drop the captain. I've said it, uh, uh, you know, drop the captain, put those two in there and, and see how we go. You know, our attacking threat is going to cause Arsenal problems, I have no doubt. And especially if they play the way they've been playing, yeah. forcing it out the back. Um, I mean, we were pressing very successfully against the Brentford team. It will be more difficult against an Arsenal team, but I wouldn't like to say Maximum and Callum Wilson pressing me with a Willock and an Almiron behind them. So, um, you know, like if you've got, I mean, we've got the attacking threats um, and if John Joe Shelby can be on his on his sort of game like he was last week, I think we've got every chance. I don't think we should fear them and we need to pick up points. If we're going to fear them and try scrape a nil-nil draw or one-one, um, you know, we're not going to survive. We need to pick up points. And I think that's Eddie Howe's sort of philosophy going forward. Hopefully he's on the bench as well. Um, he's been testing for the last couple of days. The, ne- the, the, the moment he produces a negative test, he can be on the bench. So I'm sure there'll be another test tomorrow. And I think, you know, like I see people commenting and saying, yeah, you know, we got, we did a good run against average teams. Um, but that's what we didn't do last season. Cheeky, you know, last Akil, season, very, very cheeky. We were, we were played against average teams and we get hammered. Cheeky, so, cheeky, and this cheeky. season, you played against average teams. Is Leicester average team? We beat them. Um, but Leicester were playing bad. Tottenham, we beat them. But they also, yeah, I'll admit, they were, they were playing horrible that game. I don't know what the heck they were trying to do. But nonetheless, we took the points. Um, but I agree with Nick on that fact. So if, I don't know why Teta did it. And... Uh, and yeah, I got emotional about it and we arguing with Claudio about it on, on Tuesday. But I, I still feel... <laughs> was that an wrong. argument? You can't, uh, well, did yeah, anyone you else can't, think that was an argument? Who thought that was an argument? I think you, you guys... Were, I, think, I think you missed his point, Wonga. And I think what? you might have missed what Wonga was suggesting, Claudio. I think you guys were what? like a miscommunication. I don't oh, think what a mediator. No, I don't yeah, think there was yeah. an argument. <laughs> But like, but it was again, I think you get very animated. So do it again, Wonga. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, this, again, I don't think. Um, and and even with that, you know, Arsenal came into that game against Liverpool, um, and that 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 was the only worrying thing about me is that the other games he played, uh, especially this long run, the game plan has worked. Uh, we've won, we've drawn two. I mean, won a lot, and we've drawn two. And then now against Liverpool, um, the game plan wasn't working. And what do the guys do? They carry on doing the same thing. Um, literally, it, it even even it was even worse, you know. Um, it looked like they didn't have a plan. Well, the fact they didn't have a plan B, they were just trying the same thing the whole time. Um, and for me, I think that that would probably be a worrying thing, is, you know. Is, you go is, 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 trying is, something is that that's not working against the team, but it's Liverpool, is, huh? Is that an Arteta weakness that he he doesn't have a plan B? They, I don't know because with other games we won, the other games like. Uh, like the ones we've lost against Brentford, uh, Chelsea, and City. and Man City, we just 
we got hammered. It was from Busto One. Didn't even can't, I can't even I'll be honest with you, I didn't even see what the game plan was. <laughs> Those ones just get hammered. But then but then the it's not that he doesn't won. have a it does it's not that he doesn't have a plan B, it's that his plan B isn't as good as his plan A. I think that's what no. it is. He needs to he needs Look. to find a plan B. But Klopp doesn't have a plan B. Klopp doesn't Yeah, because Klopp he believes in what works. You know, if if, if Arteta went but, in with what but, worked, but Wonga that's, also don't forget would be different for me. Klopp Klopp this season has been exposed to this plan A by teams that actually I don't want to say your your I don't want to say your managers in, inferior to those managers, but like a Brentford yeah. and 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 mm-hmm. a Brighton, um, you know those teams, right? Have inferior players, right? But yes. their managers oh, yeah. are actually are actually good managers, right? Mm-hmm. And if you buy into what the manager is saying and tell them this is how we're gonna we how we're gonna disrupt um, Liverpool by doing X, Y, and Z, and actually executing it to the T, and also Liverpool also maybe. Um, undermining the stature of those clubs, for instance, right? So, for instance, yeah. Liverpool doesn't Liverpool doesn't undermine um, uh, Arsenal. You know what I mean? Liverpool knows Arsenal. Arsenal's a top six team, great heritage, great players. This boom, 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 boom. But those teams, yeah, that, they yeah. they know how to expose Liverpool, and you know West Ham beat Liverpool as well. You know what I mean? So a decent manager as well. So if you as a team. Can, 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 uh, with a decent listen, manager. Liverpool had a really bad day against West Ham. Before you start talking about exposing and all three, the rest three, of the nonsense three. that you're So Brighton, yet, yet Liverpool are Brighton, Brighton, and Liverpool are killing Brighton. the Champions League. Now you're talking about being exposed. Listen to this man talking about exposure. No, nothing- you were exposed. But you were oh, exposed man. against those three teams. Guys, yeah, you guys, they were off days. Off days. So what? Now because they have days. an off day, now it's being exposed. Now three the off days. Exposed. What three nonsense days. is that? No, off days. What's wrong? Okay, we were, we had a days? we had an off day against Man City. Come on, man. We had an off day against Man City and Arsenal. I mean, like uh, Man City and Liverpool. Oh, we had an off day, hundred percent. What no, you know? What's quite no, funny no, no. when you talk about an off day. When we have an off day, it means we we'll probably win. So like that, that will be. Quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> your, your off days, you got you got less on days than you have off days. That, that's the thing. That's your on day, man. But, but uh, all what, in do you, all, what do you, gents? What do you gentlemen think about? What do you gentlemen think about Willock scoring the winner here? And also, can we have a bit of a wager? If Willock does do that, what, what yeah, should happen on the show? Uh, but listen, no, Willock has to go to... Willock, Willock should do something, like go celebrate in front of Arteta and say, yeah, fuck you. Must remove him from, <laughs> all, from all Arsenal memory. Cut him off. Um, and come you know what he yeah. should do? He should play with a Lego, a Lego in his sock or in his pocket or something. And then as soon as it's a little Lego guy, takes his head off and throws it at Arteta and just runs Yeah. Away. Like a, yeah, but look, yeah. look at what Jason's saying. Claudio, yes, yes. Back us up against his rubbish accusations. That's absolute rubbish. You gentlemen, hey. Are we the doing that? Uh, sorry, Nick, I just want to say the difference is Klopp's got one plan. He's sticking to it. Yes. You saying Arteta's getting found out. Your huge argument is Arteta's getting found out because he's changing his game plan. That's what you're saying. No. Right? No, no, no. That's, that's what you were saying. You were upset against the Liverpool thing because he changed the style of play. You literally yeah, said Yeah, because... I think. So, look, I don't. I, I look. So I don't mind the manager that's changing things, but I don't. I don't think. It, look, to honestly, I just don't think it was the right game to do it. To do something like that. I think Liverpool they should have gone. I know people have their own opinions. My opinion, they should have gone out there with. I mean, he got smacked four 0 I mean, I think even he would know. I mean, he, he said he's, they've learned. They had their lessons. But I agree with Celo as well. In the fact, I also can't. Uh, Take that out. Is that there's a lot of maybe there's a lot more than just a game plan. You know, the players have to buy into it, and yes, yeah. yeah, at, at and a that's point, the, thing. That's the, the thing. guys the look scared. Buying into it, 
Yeah, they, at a point, like Lukonga and them didn't want to pass back, but it looked like, you know, they were forced to do these funny passes. Yeah. And, and yeah, they, there was no confidence in that. So I have to take that into consideration as well. Yep. I just want to, I just want to touch on Dia's comment. Yes, Liverpool are the best. You legend. I love this. I love this new look on you, Dia. It's really bringing out the color in your Dia, wait, Dia, wait, wait till January. <laughs> You'll no, see little, something. Little you will tell us what's missing, Dia. Dia, you will tell us what's missing. It's going to look like a hole. Dia, Dia, who's typing for you? Who is typing for you? Because that is blasphemous. <laughs> All right. Wait, let's, let's just get back. Let's, let's Dia, wrap up the game. Yeah, what's up, Vada? Dia, who is typing for you? I don't know. If someone is typing for Dia, it's a very intelligent person. I can't. I can't. I can't. I I would look at you the same, Dia. (laughs) But it will be. I'll I'll be honest with you. It won't be easy coming this Saturday. It won't be easy. So, yeah, let's talk about. So, Nick, from a Newcastle perspective, and before we give our predictions for this fixture, Eddie Howe. What's been happening this week with regards to his COVID scenario and coaching side and how they've been preparing? So from what I understand, he's he's written all the sort of sessions out or produced all the sessions for his coaches to to sort of implement and deliver. Um, and he's been getting the video footage and obviously giving his feedback where he can. So he's he's very hands-on in that sense. And, and that's what I like about him. He's, he's very enthusiastic. You know, he's got his hands, you know, sort of stuck into the job and it's unfortunate that that it had to end the way it did just before his first game you know him not being able to be part of the squad but you can clearly see like if you guys like get a chance to watch the Brentford game before the weekend you'll clearly see a change in the way we play and you know that like I mean the stats say it all you know Wonga spoke about it first time we've got the first time we've got more possession than an opposition uh, in 37 matches. In 38 games for Steve Bruce, he managed to do that once. Um, and in Steve uh, uh, Eddie Howe's first game, he did it in his first game. 23 shots, nine on target. Our last game with Bruce, we got one shot and it was off target. So, I mean, clearly he's doing something right, but defensively we need to sort it out. And I hope yeah. I hope we can do that so we can get a few points um, on the board before January. And I have no doubt he'll be in the market for for a couple of defenders and, and hopefully a, a, a strong holding midfielder. Full Jones is available on um, loan. For, no. What, loan or for free? That's also <laughs> what he's... Uh, what he's these these uh, what's this Premier League fan zone and uh, one of the idiots there said yeah no uh, Newcastle need to go get a guy like Phil Jones and I'm like the guy hasn't played in fucking two years bro oh, we want to go survive with that guy man come on oh, guys, guys, <laughs> look guys. hey Nick is going spell for choice now what's a variety someone has stolen Diaz's phone guys I think I think I think Diaz in a relationship with a Liverpool fan hundred percent. Only reason. One hundred percent. Well, I'm saying. What do you, you, think, what yeah, do you, you think of my comments, Oaks? Uh, Oaks, comment on my comments. Not. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, but sorry, sorry, Nick, sorry, Nick, sorry. No, no, but look, but Nick, but Nick, I think, I think, I think, I think what's important. What's what's important? The first thing, the first thing I took note of is the change in formation. Three, four, three. That, that's that's how I that's I that's how I saw it. You know, it can be we can yeah. call it a uh, you can call you could call it a five five two three whatever. But I saw a three four three. And as you said, Fabian Shaw, a Swiss international, started that game. Lasalle's um, also was there, and then obviously I think uh, uh, Golinton uh, with that composed finish was was quite nice to see. And um, you know, there was a pass where 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 where, where, where Shelby. 
put it around the last defender and it went yeah. to St. Maximan. Uh, Maxim um, so I think definitely you guys are, are going in the right direction and obviously Fraser coming on and, and, and hitting the cross for St. Maximan. I think, yes, Darlow's performance was disappointing. Uh, yeah. This is a guy that Nick wanted to be the England squad, but I think that is shows, yeah. shows Debrevka should maybe come back in. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think Debrevka is the one that is more experienced and I think he's the person that, that should be number one. Right, Nick? 100%. 100%. I disagree with Vads, though. Phil Jones better than any Newcastle defender. If you looked at us, <laughs> it's the exact same. No, but it's the exact same defense. Like, and, and, and listen to what I'm saying. Exact same defense that left Aston Villa in the championship, by the way, Vads, um, with the Benitez that was very strong, solidified us in the league, and then was handed over to Steve Bruce, and every player regressed. Every player regressed. And LaSalle's, uh, Jamal LaSalle's has regressed so far from being uh, tipped to be an England international to go to the World Cup in 2018. And he's regressed. Yes, the players are not performing right now, but there is a player in them, um, to be fair. And Phil Jones is not that that type of player. Maybe Eddie Howe can improve a player like him, but Steve Bruce clearly can't improve players and he regresses yeah, many players that he coaches. So I do think the players there, there is something. I think one or two are probably past their sell-by date now. Um, that's why I think Eddie Howe needs to do a lot of work with him to try and get points on the board yeah. um, up until January. And if we want to improve, kick on and get into a top 10 eventually, we will need to add a few more and, and, and sort of ship out one or two others. Yeah. Right, Jensen, on that note, let's get those predictions. Wonga Dengue, you're going to start, then it's going to be Nick, then it's going to be Selo, and then let's hear them. Come on, let's hear them. Newcastle versus, or is it Arsenal versus yeah. Newcastle, rather? Yeah, I, you got, oh, sorry, I'll go for sorry. it. I said it will be three, yo, beating Rams, that was a, was a heavy one, eh? 3-1. Uh, <laughs> <Hey. laughs> to uh, Arsenal. Did yo. you just say Ramsdale's the important one? Did he? Did I hear? No, I'm saying beating Ramsdale would be a tough one. Is that what you said? Yeah, it's a change. Get a load of this guy. Get a load of this guy. It only took him six weeks. Six weeks to be convinced. Nah, I I have a sneaky suspicion this is the week. Yeah, I say this every week, but I do think we can. No, I don't know. Just the way we attacked, I think we're going to score goals. I think it's a clearly a leaky defence. I know you had sorted it out before the Liverpool game. I know it is Liverpool, but I do think um, they will do their due diligence on Arsenal and find their weaknesses. Uh, so I, I see a 2-1 win here. I think Callum Wilson and St. Maximum will get on the score sheet. No ways. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I can actually, I see that happening. Maximum Cla- and Wilson. Claudio wants us to move away from them. Claudio sees us behind him. I see, like, I see, I see a a one-one uh, result here. Um, I think it's gonna be a draw. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with the uh, the Nick and Vard sort of camp. I'm gonna say a two-one victory to Newcastle. That's where I'm going with this. It's it's bound to happen. It is just bound to happen. Back What's to back. The sucker break his leg. The uh, base. Listen. It's, it is such a Newcastle thing to do that you don't win any game after 13 and then you go beat a team like Arsenal or a team that is notoriously a top six, top eight team. That's the problem. You know, remember the time they beat You fight above your weight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you they beat Man City one time. That's why I say, like, our running is poor. It's very poor. I spoke to Jason about this towards the end. But we're not going to... I can guarantee we won't lose all of those games. And we'll speak at the end of January. We won't lose all of those games. Liverpool, Man City, Man United, 
Arsenal. Yeah, you'll beat uh, Liverpool. They stand there. We'll get a result somewhere. I don't know who it's going to be against. Um, Le- I think Man United Liverpool. might be there. Man United <laughs> at home. Why do you keep bashing Liverpool, bro? And Liverpool just bashed you. Is that what it is? Your butt's still sore. Hey, you, you, can bash us. Hurt, you can bash us. We, 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 we what? five points away. It's fine. Last week last week you was talking about if we beat you, we'll be ahead of you. Now he's talking about we're only five points away. Next week you'll be saying we're only eight <laughs> points away. Next week you'll say we're only eleven points away. Can we take time to appreciate the football analyst saying Dia saying Newcastle five 0 win with Winnock all five goals. Yeah, Dia right. doesn't have Winnock. I love it. <laughs> oh, she's <laughs> sipping wine. Yes. <laughs> Liverpool versus Southampton, quick. We, we're just going to give our predictions and say say what we need to say here. But before we do that, I just want to touch on the, the Minomino effect. I know we're talking about AFCON and saying Mane leaving, Salah leaving. And yes, they did play this week, even though they're meant to be, arguably, you could have rested them. But I suppose Klopp's trying to get the most out of them before they go to January. But Minomino, Before they go to a little gentlemen. tournament. Before they go to a little Rest them against Arsenal. Wow. The disrespect. <laughs> what are we talking about yesterday? No, you saw it yesterday, bro. Yeah, hey, I was gonna say. Ah, <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm, I want, I want people to focus. Take notes. Mino Mino is gonna be key when those two players are gone. I'm just putting that out there. Okay, can we get the predictions for Liverpool versus Southampton? Let's hear it, Wanga. Liverpool versus Southampton. Let me just look at some. Also, did everyone see? Sorry, sorry. Before we get the result, did everyone see Thiago's goal? No, I heard about it though. I heard it was. Oh, that six. one. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't look away. When he took the shot, also, but yeah, it was a good goal. It was finesse, though. It was proper, like a driver. Yeah, good technique. Like... That was proper half volley. Oh, touch all te- all, the ground all, just once. All, all, all technique, bro. All technique, bro. Yeah, that yeah. grass cutter. That's what they call that thing, boy. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's hear that. Yeah, good goal. Yeah, do you hear that, Claudio? That's a new one to bring into 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 the memory books, eh? It's grass grass cutter. Grass cutter. <laughs> Top bins. <laughs> We got top bin. Wonga's, we got a goal lounge sort of, what is it? Uh, Linger. Diary we, we, yeah, we got some street cred that's happening. Yeah, so Wonga, let's see the grass cut to the result. Yeah, another Thiago goal maybe against Southampton. Uh, what if you no, no, no. Okay, Selo, let's Oof. hear yours. Let's come back I to think... Wonga. Selo, Nick, and then Wonga. Let's yeah. hear that. Um, I say it's going to be a uh, 2-1 victory to uh, Liverpool. Um, yeah, and I think obviously Southampton have actually been resilient this season. I think they they've drawn a lot of games uh, similar to like Palace, uh, but 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 I think they'll just uh, come up short in this game. So two and to Liverpool. No, I think they are on an absolute. I think they're a steam train at the moment. I think they're going to score another four. I think three, four goals, yes, easy. Uh, like at fair. home, that feel good factor. They played a couple of lighties yesterday against a very good Porto team. They smashed Arsenal, smashed Man United. Why are they not going to smash Southampton? I think it's going to be a hiding 3 0. Yeah, More I good. think um, I agree with Nick. Probably be 3 0. Um, yeah, obviously they've got Mo Salah, <laughs> Mane, those guys are on some other thing. Um, and I think if those two again always play and they're stable at the defense, well, they're not to be that stable, but yeah, they're going to be putting goals behind Southampton. Um, yeah, I'd say 3 0. Maybe maybe Southampton get a goal. I'm not too sure. Yeah, it's possible they could get a goal. But Mane or Salah scores. Guaranteed. Mane, Mane scores or... Oh, you no, Mane or Salah scores. Guaranteed. 
Oh, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. I'd definitely say minimum three goals for for Liverpool squad, whether they concede, I just hope. If they do concede, Leveramento better be on the assist or on the end of the goal. Also, Nevada, just uh, from the sort of dead touch. He's in my fantasy, correct. Also, talking about did it touch the grass, Thiago's goal did touch the grass. It actually skid yeah. off the grass. That's like a like, little backspin off the nah, grass. Yeah. Went... Just touched it. Just touched it and then grazed a bit. Yeah, see, yeah. cut that grass. That's what you call it, boy. Uh, just to, to touch on Aljun's comment here, Dia, what are you drinking? Laughing my ass off. Also, she's drinking the red juice. Get on board, uh, <laughs> Real red it's juice. Wine. <laughs> it's wine. <laughs> All right, yeah. Liverpool 3-1 victory. That's what I'm going to say. Right. I just want to touch on this game, Man City versus West Ham, gentlemen, before we move over to the Chelsea versus Man United game. Man City, West Ham. Is there a possible upset here on the cards or Man City just too good for West Ham at home? Anything's possible in the Premier League. Yeah. yeah, especially against with these two teams. But West Ham, sort of West Ham disappointed last week. They lost one 0 They sort of twelves, yeah. Sort of like rolled over last last week. So obviously shows that they they do have um, to an extent a soft underbelly when it comes to the longevity of their results and going on a on a very good run. But I mean they they sit in fourth or fifth at the moment, so you can't really. You know, complain about their start of the season, but it is again. You know, they playing another game this weekend. Uh, I mean, uh, they, sorry, they playing another game uh, tonight. It seems right as though the, the Europa League isn't um, the sort of classic hangover that uh, most English teams have on the Sunday when they play back in in, in the UK. But hmm. I, I, I would hate to be playing Man City right now. Like especially after beating a, a a team riddled with absolute quality like Messi, Mbappe, and Neymar, you know, just a couple of days before, you know, Man City are going to be oozing confidence, and yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be straightforward for City, to be honest with you. I, I agree with uh, Nick on that point. I mean, I watched a bit of the game, the first half. Um, I, I mean, you couldn't watch that and say that Man City weren't going to take that game. Um, Navas was going to have to basically turn into a superhero in order for uh, Man City not to score. Mares, what a problem um, he is, I mean, for these defenders. Uh, those guys, who was it on that side? Um, I think Kimpembe and them were really battling. I didn't I, I didn't know who that left back, um, I didn't even Mendes. take a look at Mendes. it. Mendes. The left back, Mendes, yeah, he, yo, they were battling with Mares and everything was left down there to Mares and everything started there I mean if it works why not uh, punish it the whole game and that's what they did um, so yeah I agree with Nick if, if they and if they on that confidence beating yeah probably one of the best squads um, in, in the in the world yo I wish them mm. Mm. I think yeah, Pep's going to be tough. very cautious of, of of losing again like he did against Palace you know it, it obviously has proven that it can happen yeah. Um, but I think he's going to sort of guard against that as much as possible with this squad and, and let it be a constant reminder to them that they are beatable and that they need to always have their guard up and make sure that they get the results when they need to. Yeah. Um, like they are, we know, City in terms of depth, City and then probably Chelsea, you know, they could feel they've got an A and a B team and their teams are like very level in, in the sense, you know, whereas not many teams in the league can actually do without their superstars. And I mean, the true test for Liverpool is going to be during the AFCON. If a Minimino can step up and, 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 and they can continue getting the results. If they can do that, then 
then then then you put Liverpool in that same sort of class, you know. But City have proven that they. I mean, Sterling hasn't been playing this whole season, and now all of a sudden the, the man is firing, scoring goals. Yeah, you 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 yesterday. But 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 I thought you could miss the chance actually yesterday, guys. It hit the post. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 He's got I, that in his locker. He's got that in his yeah, locker, guys. Yeah. He does, but. I don't think anyone would want to play City after. No, not now. I mean, De Bruyne is injured even. De Bruyne is not going to play this yeah. weekend. Um, they didn't play yesterday, but City were rampant. Rampant. What do you I think, Claudio? Right, gents. No, I just want to. We've got five minutes left for the show. We still need to talk about Man United versus Chelsea. So let's get the score prediction out the way. Wonga Denga, let's hear the score prediction. Uh, we got Vardas saying 3 1. We got Diaz saying 3 0 to West Ham, 2 2 from Arjun. Very tough one. Aman saying 2 0 to City. Wonga, what do you think is going to happen there? Yeah, I say 3. I also agree with Vardas. Maybe 3 1. Maybe, maybe um, West Ham get a, a set piece in. But yeah, they, I didn't think of anything else. Yeah, okay. I think. Uh, clean sheet, two 0 win. Yeah, I think I think it'll be a. Uh, yeah, let's give a three one two two to Man City. Yeah, three three nil victory to Man City. That's what I'm going with. Right, gents, the big one arguably for the weekend. I mean, Chelsea taking on Man United. Chelsea sure. flying as well. Man United. Oh, Michael Late. Carrick, can he can he do something there? Can can the nope. team come together for this one? He can. Mm-hmm. Michael Carrick can definitely do something for this team. Um, I think, I think this is football. Um, anything is possible. Um, yes, Chelsea are flying and and they dismantled Juventus, but I think the first goal in itself uh, was 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 dubious. Uh, but yeah, um, Aman's asking a fair question. Can Ranić come in before the Chelsea game? Apparently he can't uh, because obviously now the, the after post breaks it now Brexit, uh, yeah. the, the UK has 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 uh, work permit uh, requirements for European uh, workers so he'll have to get a uh, do the visa versus the work permit application which won't be quick enough uh, it takes a bit of time working days everything like that so most likely he will be uh, taking the training session next week Monday um, so it's a bit too soon for for the Sunday game but let's hope he'll be in the stands or or something like that. Uh, but yeah, this will be an interesting game for us. Um, and guys, football is football. Um, if a team wants to show up on the day, uh, I can definitely show up. And I think the confidence booster that they got from 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 beating Villarreal away from home and keeping a clean sheet uh, will definitely help. Um, and Maguire's not playing, uh, which is another positive. So Maguire not playing is a positive for the team. Uh, a different yeah. captain. Uh, Why is he not playing, sir? Ronaldo, captain. He's, he's going to be captain. Uh, Bruno will be captain if he starts. Uh, Odegaard can be captain. Uh, I don't mind either. Uh, but but Maguire got red carded, Awanga. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> what thinking? Anything's possible with <laughs> yeah, so. him. So that's why I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah so, 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 it's a one, so, so, yeah, it's a one man suspension for, for two yellow cards. So he won't be playing this game. Yeah, so that's that's a positive for us. Whoop, whoop. But, uh, yeah. you know, I'm looking out. It, it won't be, yeah, still saying it will be. I mean, he's right. I think it's, you know, those, uh, like a derby with Manchester United and Chelsea form, you know, when they say a derby form doesn't really count. But, um, Chelsea's form, guys, like I've always said it and I'll sing about it, their defense. Um, the Champions League considered only one goal. They scored 10. The league, they scored 30, only considered four. Um, and I think for me, yeah, as far as they, they might be scoring goals, but the, the manner in which they defend. Yeah, it's 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 warrior type stuff. It's you, you think it's yeah, it's uh, it's like they put the the kids' lives on the line if they consider it's a cult. Ball, you know, it's a cult. Yeah, it's, 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 a cult. 
It's ridiculous. And I, uh, I think I think it will be a good test this weekend for them against the likes yes. of Ronaldo. Um, yep. I think Ronaldo will be hungry to... to uh, these are the games that Ronaldo came to Man United for. He didn't yeah. come to... It was all due respect to go play against uh, Norwich and... and, oh, and Burnley. Burnley. Like, the, the games that he wants to... No, the man. Castle. He likes to... Everyone wants to come up to the to the, to the Geordies. Uh, but I mean... He's, I, I have a sneaky suspicion that, you know, Carrick will go out on a high. Um... I don't think you'll win, but I think it will be a positive result. I think you guys could definitely get a draw. Um, you know, Chelsea's run has to end somewhere. Um, and why not with a, a Ronaldo masterclass or him pulling you out of the grave as he has been doing for the last couple of weeks, couple of months. And and, so, and yeah. also, they, they're also not uh, – Chelsea team is also – they've got their left back, their right back, their defenders, strikers scoring goals. Hey, uh, if you don't you know, have Reese. If you don't Everyone have a fantasy team this this week, or there's Chilwell as well. You know, there's Alonso as well. He's not playing now, but he's also been scoring. Um, so you can see they're not relying on two people to score goals. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the last on, game they never so played with a striker. So yeah. Yeah. It it. It. Mm. Are they affected right, by, by January? Just asking. No, not Zietz. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Mendy. He's also Mendy. Mendy. Mendy is huge. That's oh, yeah, huge. Mindy's huge. That's big. That's like Mo Salah and Mane. So big. do you think you're going to win, Zello? Yeah, man, I think, listen, man, it's you know football, guys. Football is, is will teach you something, guys, that there's no therefore in football um, and there's no therefore Chelsea will win. You know what I mean? Literally, Man United on the day, any day can beat any team. Um, and I think, obviously, True. having having Ole out of it gives us a better chance and having Maguire out of it gives us a much better chance. You know, so those, those two, those two bad apples of this season are out. So let's 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 let's, let's go to Stamford Bridge and show just for a and bit show, and, and and show what we're made of. You know what I mean? But I think what they uh, what they probably do is that is that Carrick will probably set out. Uh, I'll say defensively, um, you know, to make sure that we don't we don't we don't expose ourselves at the back, but to also make yeah. sure that when once we do get our, our foot on the ball, that we take advantage. You know, I think I think having a player like a, a Tellers in this last game, um, the crosses that he was putting in for to Ronaldo yeah. was, was were, were quite nice. You know, and he's obviously a very good crosser. Um, so I think that that that, and it's, that those are the chances that yeah. Ronaldo wants. As uh, Ronaldo give him one or two chances, he'll score one of them. Claudio, yeah. don't yes. you think also with the, with the fact that Ralph Ragnick is potentially coming in that the players will play for potential places in his new yes. sort of philosophy and lineup? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, that is something that happens anytime. Uh, if you mm. want to stick around, you've got to show up. And regardless of whether or not you believe in whoever the new person is, you've got to impress them. It's like going to, to uh, having a new job with a new boss, new yeah. company. You've got to impress, otherwise you obviously either move down the pecking order or yeah. if you do do the job you you keep your position and obviously no one likes losing or moving down the pecking order but right gentlemen yeah. quick quick one goal scores let's hear it i want to see what's going on here wonga denga look based on current format set a 2-0 2-0 chelsea yo the defense is something else i think it will be a 1-1 draw ronaldo to score somewhere in the game yeah, I think, um, yeah, man, I think actually 2-1 to Man United. Let's go. Come on, the Reds! <laughs> they sacked Oli. The faith is back. Where did he hear that? Yeah. yeah. 
Lord Optimism Z. It's really Come on, Richard. Did you hear that? Come on. Wangan, is, is it on the same level as a? Is it or is it on the? Let me ask Nick, the neutral party. Here. Is his optimism on the same level as Wonga's optimism? Mm. What against Wonga? Wonga against me? Uh, Arsenal against, against Newcastle? No, Wonga against, against Liverpool. Oh uh, no! Yeah, uh, nah, it's the same. Uh, That's the same. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same. from a, they come from a bad, a bad patch, and you just want good things to happen. You say, "Look, yeah." It's the when same. you when you live in a dark tunnel, all you need is a glimmer of light, and that's what Sillo's getting right now. So okay, let's let's, yeah. let's see that. Right, Jets. So so we got our final scores there. I'm gonna go with the Chelsea win. I'm gonna say a two-one victory to Chelsea. Final thoughts for the evening and for the weekend and for everyone listening to us, gentlemen. Ajun, Ajun, you know what's going to happen on Sunday, man. We're going to be, we're going to be going. <laughs> so, so, guys, yeah. just in case you wanted to know what Ronaldo actually says, Ronaldo actually says "sing," and and "sing" in Portuguese means yes, but he goes "sing." So, like, if you from if you from Madeira, so to give you yeah. context, you'll be like. In, in Portuguese, in Portugal, we'll be like, Olá, como estás? You know, you go to Madeira, yeah. it's like, Olá, como estás? You know, it's like, there's something. So when he's saying sing, he's going, sing. That's actually what he's saying, just in case you guys are wondering. Yes. Oh, yeah. Thanks, man. Oh, thanks, 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 thanks. Thanks for sending us Google now. that. Thanks. Just episode 150, you told us that. Just in case you go to Madeira. No problem. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Nah, listen, my final thoughts, Newcastle to get their first win of the season. Come on, boys. Before December, please. Come on. That's next that's next week's pretty much Muti, not this week, Nick. Nah, <laughs> we're gonna get it before December. We're gonna get it before December. Hey, and guys, yeah. there's uh there's Premier League next week Tuesday, yeah? Midweek fixtures, yeah. Midweek yeah, fixtures. Oh, nice. oh yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Man United plays plays Arsenal on a Thursday, so yeah. That's another way. Oh yeah, uh, are we going to have a live Arsenal. stream for that? What time are they doing it? Should, should we live that? <laughs> nah, it's at, it's, at, it's at 10. It's at 10. It's at 10. What it's we can do is we can, have a live, we can have a live Discord chat while the game takes place. Everyone's keen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I'll be loud there. Um, my final thoughts, I'll say it again. I know people clamped down on me. I do think the way even Charles is playing, um, the position they're on, I think it's their league to lose at the moment. Especially if they're going to go, they we're close to December now. This is going to be an important, important run of games. We know this. We, everyone knows it. Come December, it's very important. If things change here, that's how the league could finish end of the year. But Wongo, on that note, so hmm. does everyone here, everyone here agree Chelsea's in the title race, but what about Liverpool's prospects? Do you think this Ish. January period is going to be so detrimental for them yep. that they won't be yes. in the race? Yes. Who are your fixtures against? I don't know. We take one game in at a time. Let's, 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 uh, no, but I mean, if you're playing against Man City, Chelsea, and Man United, it's a little bit different to playing against Newcastle, Norwich, and Burnley. In that give me, give me two minutes here. Yeah, I'll see this. This internet, damn it. Or the slip now and okay. unveil this news for Claudio when he's running, the one he's running away from. No, no wait, don't worry about it. I'll let, you, I'll let you think about it for the weekend. <laughs> no, I, think you, yes. I think you, I think you, I think you, you are the in the title race. race. I think you will be. You will be in the title are you, race. Uh, are you in the title race, uh, Celo? Nah, never. <laughs> I'm just asking. I was. I, okay. I was. I was. I was. in it for. the first four games, and then I got out of it. Okay. Do you guys want to hear? When do they leave? Do you know? Chelsea. Chelsea's there. 
No, no, yeah, but when do you leave? Oh, uh, yeah. For well, the AFCON. From the beginning. So the 2nd of, so the 28th of December, Leicester, 2nd of January, Chelsea, uh, Brentford on the 15th of Jan, Palace on the 23rd, Leicester on the 9th of Feb. So, so, uh, so AFCON starts on the, yeah, so it's AFCON, starts on, AFCON starts on the 9th of January and ends on the okay. 6th of February. So okay. when they come back, when they play Arsenal, awesome, oh, come on. That's nonsense. So you, so you will. So the biggest game you'll lose, uh, lose the, those players for is Chelsea, essentially. But uh, the rest, yeah. In, in the other also, top, in the, in the other top Chelsea, eight teams, Chelsea, Chelsea also lose Mendy and Ziyech. So I don't know if that that's sort of a silver lining there. Kepper Kepper has been decent this, this season. He's been he's been a um, penalty machine. So I think he'll he'll he's not that he hasn't been that bad. Yeah, Gents, we have a we have a new viewer here, Ashir. Ashir Hussein. Yeah. Ashir Hussein. Okay, let's not go too far and say we. We uh, we. I think it's talking uh, about Chelsea. Nah, I think, but it's, it, you'd agree with me in saying it's theirs to lose, right? Coming this period, December period is heavy. They there. Oh yeah, yeah, They're yeah. He's corrected. Let's not get too far. He says, let's not go too far and say we will win the league. We'll definitely rest. Oh, main United, main United fan. Yeah, let's oh, go. Oh, I see. I see. Glory, nah, glory. We there. No, she's no, 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 no. You mustn't come here and bring your your devilish sort of attitude to this this talk. She still to get past us, bro. You guys are still there behind us. Glad your devilish talk. Hey! <laughs> uh, All right, hey. gentlemen. All right, enjoy the games this weekend. Yes, yes. You want to Peace. sign off? And thanks, and thanks, yeah, yeah. Thanks, no, no, thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks, thanks for everyone for tuning in tonight. Aju, yes, Dia, Aman, Ashir, Sam, uh, Jason, Vads. Uh, where was Pumlani tonight? Ah, oh, damn, Pumlani didn't make the show tonight. Akil as well. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. And uh, if Ajun. you don't know what to be. Oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 no,